<laughs> so there's been a lot of, uh, of, of chatter in these podcasts you might have noticed. Uh, these are our late night uh, dispatches. The music that you're probably wanting to hear as well as the chatter. You do want to hear the chatter, don't you? Do they want to hear the chatter? Is that the All Songs Considered Live Concert Podcast? Would you cover your mouth? <laughs> I just, I can't, I look at Carrie and I just start laughing. Someone has alcohol on their breath. <laughs> I love it. Thank you very much. On a live concert podcast, the All Songs Considered Live Concert Podcast is where you find the music and also npr.org slash sxsw and also the photographs, Chantel Mitchell's beautiful photographs are there as well. What are you laughing about? You're I looking at the know. art. You can't look at Carrie anymore. And I there. can't look at Steven, and Steven can't look at Bob. Jeez. <laughs> oh, so we started the day off with, a, with, you know, look, we usually hear these sound checks when we come back from a show the night before, and it's 11 in the morning, and it's going, doom, 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 doom. Okay, now none of us can look at Bob. <laughs> Explaining quickly that that's the sound of the guy behind the drum kit just hitting just the Just hitting snare. it, trying to get the sound right this morning. We heard the sounds of Brooklyn Rider rehearsing and getting their sound check, and they were absolutely exquisite. Robin Hilton, which did that turn out to be a good call? I want to get this on tape. <laughs> it's all right. Robin, Robin was no. A it was. I, I wasn't entirely skeptical. I just. I wasn't as. <laughs> you were entirely skeptical. <laughs> I just wasn't as skeptical hot as the on the band word. as everyone else was. And as soon as they started playing, I thought this is amazing. I'm so glad we did it. So yes. I felt like Brooklyn Rider was one of the most inspirational points of the festival so far for me, just as a music fan. I introduced them from the stage. Robin's shaking his head at me. Um, I introduced them from the stage, and during the little spiel, had to name all the bands that were in the lineup. And all the fans in attendance were hooting and cheering for Surfer Blood and Sleigh Bells, who were at the top of the bill. And when it was Brooklyn Rider, there was sort of the sense like, okay, it's Brooklyn, you know, sort of a polite yeah. smattering of applause. Right. And between each one of their songs, it was just absolutely thunderous in the crowd. And it just, it just reaffirmed that belief that great music is great music, and and music fans are smart. Yeah. And you give music fans credit and put great music in front of them, regardless of what how, what genres they associate with, they're going to feel like. They're gonna they're gonna be energized by great music, and I felt like that happened with Brooklyn Rider. Uh, I th- I was in the middle of the crowd, and I was I was looking in the eyes of the people, just fixated on it. Anyway, it was wonderful. So after uh, Brooklyn Rider, we don't have to go through everything, but surprises for the well, you know what? I'll, well, I'll, I'll give uh, Robin credit. I was very skeptical about about uh, Smith Westerns, and Robin a little bit of a war. <laughs> I'm not taping this part. <laughs> Well, Robin had in, had insisted, uh, whined really about putting I, slave I, all but threw slave myself on the floor, kicking <laughs> all but yeah to get them on the bill. Robin threw himself. It's not on the that floor. we didn't like Smith Westerns. Yeah, no, understood. No, no, we were we were afraid we had too many bands that sounded uh, coming from the same sort of place. That there was sort of was, a raw, you know, a garage, a somewhat unformed quality yeah. to the sound. They're very, very young. But that turned out not to be the case at all. That's and, right. and each band had its own nuanced version of, well, the, the ones we were thinking were going to be similar, which would be Surfer Blood and local natives, I guess, yeah. Sleigh Bells and Smith Westerns actually provided a, a variety of, of sonic textures and intentions and energy. And I thought it was a really dynamic bill. And I also thought 
and was afraid of the fact that these are new young bands and and it was going to be good records uh, but not great stage and it turned out not to be the case in any of those shows yeah I felt like they were all there to prove it in some ways and and a lot of these bands aren't as new as we thought you know I think that they're new to the blogosphere and they're new to this sort of buzz wave they've been riding on but all of these bands uh, local natives turned out to be a band that's been around for a long time great musicians great musicians surfer blood you know s- sound like those kids they, they are they kids have, they have not been around a long time. they haven't been around a long time but they ha- are definitely have a mastery of, of what they're doing and you know we talked to um, the singer and guitarist after they played and I mean he's just a real smart with it very like a sense of awareness about what's going on I mean this was this was not a, a clueless bunch of youngsters up there just screaming their heads off these are a bunch of people going for it and really excited to be here and, and gave us their best and gave Steven a run for his money on the hair I thought they had oh, best. those run brothers for my money I would kill or die <laughs> for, for hair. those kids hair the, the brothers in Smith Westerns had beautiful beautiful hair yeah we were, I was, Amy Schriefer on the music team, she and I were discussing how we could possibly emulate those kids' hair. What the product first, and, you'd have to use. And, and step one was B-17. <laughs> how about just some Vidal Sassoon? I was thinking Pantene, but it's been a while. Don't lie, Robin, I can smell your head from here. I definitely felt like the energy in that lineup never waned. You know, I felt like G-Side brought this incredible energy. I felt like Surfer Blood just... <clears throat> really blew it out I mean obviously Sleigh Bells we knew was going to be I, you know I, I just really felt like straight through every band was there like you said was, was there to, to, to prove that they belonged to be there well thanks for telling it to us again I lost my train of thought, and so I started repeating what I'd already heard. <laughs> so what else? After the after our uh, show, which all there's a, six of those bands, right? The six of those bands you can hear on the All Songs Considered live concert podcast. And the bands we're about to talk about, some of them have content up on NPR.org, and you can search and hear songs by those bands, too. So what did you guys do? I, I Actually, we know what we did, at least three of us, because this the first time we hit 530, we, we, we split up and we thought, okay, we're all going our separate ways. And I walked into uh, in St. To St. David's and, and there, there was um, Robin first to see uh, Sharon Bennett and, and, uh, and, and then there was Stephen too. This is, a, this is a very important moment I've been thinking about all, all evening. <clears throat> Uh, seeing Sharon Van Etten is easily the high point so far for me this year, South wow. by Southwest. And I, I can't imagine anything being better than it. Wow. I, yeah, I, I thought Robin had a cold. Yeah, I thought, I thought it was <laughs> Austin allergies. During that, I was sitting next to Robin, and, and Robin kept sniffling. And, I uh, cried through the entire set. I would say I can't believe about, I missed this. About thirty awful. seconds, not the set, but just thirty seconds crying. into her first song, I started getting choked up, and I held it back as long as I could. By the third song, I, I just gave up, and tears were streaming down my Why face. Why don't we tell folks who set. Sharon Van Etten is? <laughs> yeah, Sharon Van Etten is a singer-songwriter from Brooklyn. She put out a, a really lovely, very low-key, very very pretty record last year called "Because I Was in Love." There's a song from that called uh, "Much More Than That," which is absolutely incredible and I mean I'm with Robin on this one I was mesmerized I absolutely loved her we're going to shoot we're going to try to shoot some video with her tomorrow morning uh, so we can get so we can give people an example uh, up on the website but you can 
we've got some of her stuff in the uh, in the NPR uh, in the NPR archives. And I thought she had a, a. I was there. I thought she had a really nice voice. Actually, a really beautiful voice. Uh, very simple guitar style picking. And I thought uh, there wasn't any variety in her, both in her content of what she sang, and in. Um, he was uh, looking through his calendar the whole time. I'm sitting there weeping, and he's <laughs> scrolling through his iPhone calendar to see what other shows he could be at. And then he gets up. And it was the first time I had a chance to sit down and think about what my <laughs> night was. I thought her songs, you know, she talked, she wrote a song about how she had to move back to her family when she was in her 20s. That was the and song, that, that, was the song that broke me. That was, that was when I finally gave and, in. And, just, and I thought, okay, I liked it. Okay. So, well, yeah, well let's go on. Fortunately, no, was... I have to. I have to say one other thing. This is really important. <laughs> Do you want to hold the recorder <laughs> after the arm's show? Get tired just, just on this put song. it in more in no, perspective I, I, for I, you I, one more time. I thought her voice was beautiful. After the show, I came up to her after the show and said, "I'm not a hugger, <laughs> <laughs> but could I hug you?" Well, I. Yeah. It was creepy. That is, <laughs> that's unprecedented, isn't it? Yeah. Because yeah, I have no, to she say, was so sweet. And oh really? Because yeah, yeah. I feel like that's an that's kind of an intense thing to ask from an artist. Like she, they she, she hasn't... knew who I was. We'd been we'd emailed. And oh, stuff I'm like sorry. That. She <laughs> knew who I was. She knew who I was. I'd send her pictures. Yeah, that was a big deal. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Listen, when we see Jason, I'm telling. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I'm telling. As far as I'm concerned, that's infidelity. What you did. <laughs> don't. Oh my God! Please don't tell him. Do not tell so, him. So, so what else did you guys see? My night went in a completely opposite direction of what I thought it was going to be which is very typical at South by Southwest where you you know you write down I I take this tiny notepad of paper even though I have it in my phone I end up with a tiny notepad of paper with these little scratches on it that tell me where to be and what bands are playing and then I get there and there's this line and you know I don't want to wait in the line and tonight so so instead Carrie ate an entire (laughs) can of Pringles and watched basketball (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know I watched the Marquette UW game rooting for the Huskies Huskies won right uh, hey, I don't know. <laughs> oh, spoiler, spoiler. Yes, they did. Marquette lost. Okay, phew. Um, you know, but I, uh, it's not that I don't want to wait in line, but I just, you know, I want to get in there. I want to see the music. And it's turning into Burning Man out here on 6th Street. So um, That's anyway. exactly, I was trying to think, is this, is this like Mardi Gras? No, it it's is. Burning Man. It is Burning Man. Man. It's it really, is totally Burning yeah. Man. So I ended up down across from Stubbs, which, uh, you know, I spent a good eight hours on yesterday with our NPR showcase. Um, there's a little place called Jaime's, which is, uh, it's kind of like a punk house. It's, it's a restaurant and it's a venue and it's, um, it's carpet on the floor and, you know, cash only and someone scrawled on a poster board, uh, you know, beer, $3. And I walked in and um, there was a band called uh, River City Tan Lines. Oh, okay. And I loved them. They're from Memphis. This they sound like a real zippy band. Were they zippy? Uh, they no, have... They're like a... No, they're like an awesome, like, garage oh. rock band with this woman and I apologize for not remembering her name right now but I'll post I'm going to post about this on my blog she's got a flying V guitar she, which she shreds on they have an amazing bass player that plays up high on the neck and a great drummer and I, I just sat there I know you there. like that high on the neck bass, bass play I hate I do. <laughs> you know, I don't know what they say about Carrie Brown's too. Yeah, like a little high on you the neck bass play. It before. You really like a bass player who gets up there on the neck. I don't want to hear that you'd say that anymore because it seems like it's has a double entendre. <laughs> okay, that that and I and I saw um one one other I saw one other thing tonight. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next. <laughs> I actually, I saw one of your bands. I saw Woven Bones today. What do you think? I thought they were good. I definitely felt like 
it sounded like it was emanating from a seven inch single <laughs> and I'm not sure that wasn't even on the record player just, <laughs> just, sitting, <laughs> there. just sitting there I forgot to put the little 45 thing yeah. in and, I, and I, I sort of felt like if I, if I were to, to critique it I sort of felt like I liked that song and then I would I liked it enough to sort of flip it over and listen to the B-side but I don't know if I would have dug much deeper than that no they're a perfect singles band great, I, I, great garage band here's who I saw the Greg Ashley band and Greg Ashley oh. is a veteran of the Houston then by way of Oakland uh, site garage scene and he's been putting out records for a decade and he used to be in a kind of site garage band called Grigri and now he's got his own thing also awesome and again, one of those magical things at South by Southwest, I hadn't heard of either bands. Yeah. I went into the only venue that I could fit inside and have some room to move around, and I saw two great shows. Yeah, I kept wandering around, sort of trying to trying to wander into epiphanies, and I finally just wound up seeing a band I already loved that I saw it like two weeks ago and that I'm seeing next week. But I... Who's that? Y Oak. I love Y Oak. Like I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out. I've, I've, I've made all this room in my heart for Wyoke. I'm just gonna lie down. Right? <laughs> I've made all this room in my heart for Wyoke, and I'm trying to figure out how to love my children proportionately less <laughs> in order to make room. I just thought they were fantastic. Do you, Carrie? Do you know Wyoke? Yes. Okay, because what you love about the band Lightning Dust, I feel like Wyoke also has. A little bit more, like, pretty, you know, sort of prettier and a little bit blusterier, but that same kind of sort of sweetness and darkness sort of coiled up. Mm-hmm. These, these very, these sort of... Steven right now is, like, clutching his knuckles together in, like, an intense <laughs> knot to try to illustrate to me how intense that light and dark really combines in their music. White knuckles right now. And we saw, Robin and I went to another church event. Uh, oh, hold on, I, I was know. talking about why. I know you were. I was and watching Sandra Lerke walk by. Aww. Yeah, yeah. You are, you are, you get so crushed out on musicians. Robin, do you need to go did, so you can find out where he's hosting? Just hold this and I'll be right back. <laughs> so we went to the Central Presbyterian Church and saw uh, Timber Tamber, which is a, one of the ones that you recommended oh, yeah. in our preview show. And that was magic. His, that was sheer magic. I didn't know you were creep here. Creep on, creeping on. And it, it was spooky, he was very, wonderful. Very creepy. Cool. Oh, you know, like I, I think creepy is not not the right word for it. I think spooky. spooky. All right, cre- spooky. Yeah, because creepy lends a kind of like you know keep your kids away from it. This, this sorry, creepy is how that. how you feel when you wake up and I'm standing over your bed at night. <laughs> <laughs> and spooky is like a a kid with a, a dream of yeah. Okay. Okay. So anyway, and it was beautiful. It was violin, his guitar, and, and singing. And his name is uh, Taylor Kirk. And then, right? uh, and then, and then pedal quick. steel uh, guitar. Yes. The record, the record sounds a little bit like Dead Man's Bones without the kitch. Oh, really? Right. I'm, okay. That kind of that kind, it's it's spooky, but it's not like woogie boo. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Thank <laughs> you. Please do that. That's a very every... good description. I went and saw Besnard Lakes at uh, Stubbs. Uh, I I was a little underwhelmed. Some of it was just the sound. It was amazing how good the sound was when we were there last night. It was amazing how muddy the sound was uh, when I was there uh, tonight. And then went to see and hoped to see uh, uh, Best Coast, another sort of surfy band. Uh, went to this basically this dirt pit on the other side of the highway, and wound up like really <laughs> loving this sort of synth pop band in the middle of this dirt pit. 
and uh, and I had no idea who they were. It turns out they were another band called Tan Lines, but they weren't the what was your band Tan Lines? <laughs> River City, City Tan Lines. So by I the d- way, that woman's name Alicia Trout was that great guitarist. I feel bad not not crediting her. Did you just did, did you pull out your iPhone? Tan Lines. I'm sorry, I'm still on Tan Lines. What a yes. Well, two, we saw two different bands called Tan Lines, and and the Tan Lines that I saw is a Brooklyn band. I will say Jacob Gans. That's right. Was on my practically on my way out of the office to leave for South by Southwest. Said, make sure you see Tan. And I, so I did for you, and, yeah. and no, now I don't great. have to. <laughs> no, they were really fun. They're t- two guys, uh, you know, electronic beats and stuff. But but, but they had uh, the energy, the crowd energy, higher than anything I'd seen until uh, later that night. I went to see the very best, mm. and, uh, oh, and that right. was Issa Mamawi and Radio Click. I hate saying that name, yeah. and then um, a whole bunch of dancers and a guy with inflatable palm trees, and it was just. Absolutely brilliant. Did you really have to wait in brilliant. line at that last one? To have to wait in line? Uh-huh. No, they, they saw who I was. <laughs> no, I didn't. You <laughs> had to wait in a line once. I, have, I haven't doing? had to wait in a you've single done, line. You've got a badge. Just go up to the front yeah. and say, hey, let me in. Yeah. No, and, there, you have to wait in line even with the badge, don't you? Right, I waited for four minutes, okay? And, you guys are doing and before, something else. And before, <laughs> uh, before, that, before that was a, a band who I saw the, get the crowd more excited than anything I'd seen, which was a Shout Out Out Out. You know these guys? Oh yeah, yeah, I just read about them. And and you know they're an electronic band again, another dance band. I saw four dance bands tonight, and but the great thing about this band was, uh, and I don't want to get deep into this, but but great bass and rhythm section, real bass rhythm section with uh, old analog synths in, in, in doing the melody and stuff. So. So how's the half hour sound for this podcast? Let's, uh, <laughs> let's do a lightning round. <laughs> I'm out of I'm out of light, man. Yeah, yeah Bob, me Bob, too. I'm talking about everything. Yeah. All right, well, saw it. Phanogram, which is a band I really wanted to put on our bill, and it didn't work out scheduling wise. Love their songs. Love that band. Love the album. Not terribly electrifying to see live. Did they do the light show kind of thing? I feel validated. No, no, no. <laughs> they didn't. They that's didn't. it. That's what held them. That's they, what more fun to a lot. listen to the music than to see yeah. the music played. Saw Lou Barlow. Ran into mm-hmm. Stephen at the Lou Barlow show. Uh, Where I was still weeping over the remnants of Y.O. That's right. They had played just before. How was Lou Barlow? Uh, it was good. It was, you know, okay. it wasn't as amazing as I was hoping it would be. But he's Lou Barlow, and it was great to see him play. And I went to a show because the singer was from Nook, Greenland. <sighs> I saw that tweet. Yeah, and, and you can I, follow uh, Stephen's tweets for anybody who'd like to know mm-hmm. at I dislike Stephen, and you can with follow a PH with a P H E N, and you can follow Robin Hilton. Can you? Is that typecasting? Is, can you say typecasting when you have a a Twitter name that's so perfectly appropriate for, <laughs> for somebody. Anyway, Robin's tweet in Twitter. NPR O-B-I-N. NP Robin. And Carrie is? NPR Monitor Mix. And you can follow all songs at all songs. One more band that we talked about in the preview show that I did see tonight that oh. you also saw briefly was Peter Wolf Cryer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which I thought they were really amazing. The drummer is incredible, yeah, yep. and he's sort of this. He looks like an insurance salesman or something <laughs> with, with hats. Neither, like neither with his, of those with his name he's across totally, the page. He's, he's been sleeved, and you know wow. he's just a crazy good yeah, drummer. Yeah. Crazy good drummer. Whacking on every part of the drums. I saw a lot of yeah. really enthusiastic drumming tonight. I yeah. was really happy about that. I saw bands salvaged by very enthusiastic drumming. And I thought about that with Phanogram. They're just playing with a drum machine, and I thought. Um, okay, yeah. what did I say when I decided, and I just yeah. politely said you that did. I would not like Phantogram, because that to me is, it's just, the, yeah, it's the death knell for me. So do you think a band like that with their sound that they have on a record would 
work live if they had a real drummer. Yeah, why why does your record and the live show have to be exactly the same? It, it doesn't. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, I think that I think we should all. We all. I think we, we, I think we, I think we did it. We really exhausted ourselves fought. and our audience. Yes. Good night, everybody. Good 2:30, night. 2:30 a.m. Ow, Stephen, stop hitting me. <laughs> stop hitting yourself, Stephen. Was I supposed to record this? <laughs> I hope not. Okay, take two. Yeah, no, I, I, you know, I think Both, I, I need you to move out to the street sidewalk. Doing it right now, thanks. Yeah.